The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Sunday nights, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., Monday through Thursday at midnight. Despicable, the story that continues to dominate the headlines worldwide, the vicious migrant attack on two New York City police officers. This is my podcast. Let's go. All I know is that an assault on a police officer means that she should be sitting in jail like there's an individual right now sitting in Rikers uh, pending your trial date. New York Governor Kathy Hochul stepping up her call to deport the migrants involved in the attack out of the country. And Lord knows that can't happen soon enough. The entire situation is a disgrace, starting with the fact they are here illegally and the slap in the face were permitted to walk out of the courtroom like nothing ever happened. The disrespect continued even outside the courthouse. This report from Fox News. Just into Fox News now, NYPD making two more arrests, illegal immigrants. And that attack on officers, those suspects also allegedly stole an officer's cell phone. Well, that'll help them track you down. So a fifth illegal immigrant accused of attacking two New York City police officers over the weekend showed no remorse or regret. He was seen, as you can see, giving his two middle fingers to the cameras moments after being released without bail. Florida Senator Marco Rubio wrote... Message to America from one of the illegal immigrants who assaulted NYPD officers, walked free with no bail and heads back to a shelter funded by taxpayers. Think about that point. These migrants viciously attacked police officers and then returned to the shelter that you and I pay for. Some skipped New York State altogether. But it was NYPD Chief of Department John Chell who best summed up matters. Reprehensible. Cowards attacking a lieutenant and a cop. Running up to them, trying to kick him in the face and kick him in the face. Should be sitting in Rikers right now. On bail. Should be indicted this week and taken off our streets. You want to know why our cops are getting assaulted? There's no consequences, and we must change this. And PBA President Patrick Hendry is correct. If they will attack police officers, just imagine what our fate will be. Prosecute these cases, attacks on police officers, attacks on all of us, on all New Yorkers. It needs to be treated that way. And joining us right now for a conversation on this, which makes most people want to vomit, for how these police officers were disrespected is the head of the New York State Conservative Party, Jerry Kassar. Mr. Kassar, what is going on here? I don't know. 
I can't for the life of me figure out what's going on. Let's just review this for a moment. You've got two police officers at Times Square asking some asylum seekers, illegal aliens, to move. They, they get into a scuffle due to this, this ordinary request to move. The scuffle results in both the officers being attacked by eight illegal migrants. Arrests are made. Alvin Bragg somehow concludes that they should not uh, be held for bail. I mean, cashless bail, even the stupid cashless bail law says a violent attack allows you to uh, request bail. They don't request bail. So now the, the illegal immigrants who went out and attacked the cops are back on the street. It makes literally no sense. And frankly, it's, it's a, another reflection of how the federal, state, and city policies concerning illegal immigrants are a danger to the population of the city of New York. They're certainly a danger to the police department. So if police cannot be safe, citizens can't be either. No doubt about it. So my contention, they should be held by ICE immediately and deported immediately. Could you believe, Mr. Kassar, what you were looking at? No, I actually did a double take when I saw it. And initially, I thought to myself, before I actually looked at it and read about it, I thought maybe this was some incident that occurred some time ago, and I'm just seeing it because I originally saw it on uh, you know X Twitter. Uh, and then a few minutes later, I realized that this was this was a very, very current happening. And, well, I guess in a way I wasn't surprised, right? I wasn't surprised. How can you have so many individuals coming into the city uh, being essentially sheltered as homeless people uh, with um, really, they're really on a hold. And as the months go by and time ticks by, uh, you know, one should assume that the situation increases in danger and police attempting to do their job, well, they're the first line and they're going to be the first ones that are going to uh, attempt to push back and and you can see what happened here. Mr. Kassar, how did we get to this point where it's okay to physically attack police officers with no repercussions it's the progressives it's the left it's the socialist democrats uh they have uh extraordinarily ignorant uh view of the value of law enforcement and this laissez-faire anything goes attitude uh has really uh, changed the nature of new york city in the last five or six years where many of us, you know, lifetime residents of the city cannot recognize uh, the city anymore. Let me say this to you. I mean, I spend a fair amount of time in Manhattan. I mean, spend time all over the city, really. I mean, it's the last couple of years now. You look to your right, you look to your left, you wonder who's walking behind you. I'm not paranoid, but that's just the type of city we've become because if the police's hands are tied, There's really not much else uh, we can do except watch out for ourselves. It's interesting, Mr. Kassar, 
you use the word ignorant view. I couldn't agree with you more. Do you put the blame? Interesting the term you just used, because I believe firmly an ignorant view that it applies to the New York City Council. I mean, look what they just did. Police will now have to fill out paperwork for nearly every encounter, and yet we see video of migrants kicking police officers outnumbered in the head. And and I would like to point out, not once did either one of those officers reach for their gun. I bet you they never even thought of reaching for their guns. I think I think these officers are extremely well trained. They were attempting to manage the situation as best they could, but they were being attacked and um, they were being hurt. And you know, when you watch that video, and frankly, I think everyone should watch it. I, you know, I ask you, I think every member of the city council should have it delivered to them, or you know, and maybe they should put a screen up in the city council and occasionally look about what's going on on the streets of New York. Maybe the city council is one hundred percent. No, there are nine members there that know what's going on. The other forty-two are completely out of touch with what's going on in this city. And that's just the most recent incident. Talking about talking about uh, that that um, override vote, it's 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 distur- it's disturbing on the surface. But let me say this to you: the council literally could care less about what the police department has to say. They were very clear in explaining why this policy, why this legislation, uh, uh, will make their job so much harder. A job where they're finding a difficult time getting recruits, a job that people are retiring from sooner than we were used to in the past, they explained it. The mayor, who I don't agree with all the time, but I do believe he has the right attitude on law enforcement, understood what was going to happen here. He vetoed it. Members of his own party come right after him and override the veto. Is this a government, this is a government that just does not work in New York City, does not work for the people. Mr. Kassar, I agree a thousand percent with what you just said. It's mine. It it blows the, the imagination. It blows the mind. The question I'd like to ask you as the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party, how do we get back to normal or is this our new way of life? The best way to get back to normal within the city of New York is to elect uh, more conservative or common sense people to the New York City Council. They don't have to be Republicans. They don't have to be members of my party. They need to have common sense. You know, whether it be the Valones from the past or many or the Tom Cutes going way back. There have been decades and decades of Democratic elected officials in the city. The city's been Democratic for ever, with maybe a few, you know, uh, you know, some exceptions here and there. And I frankly never looked at Bloomberg as a Republican. The city's been Democratic, yet we had people that understood what was going on. So that's what people have to do. They've got to vote. They've got to be, they've got, they, they can't vote with their feet. They've got to vote. They've got to vote for better people 
with the, the plan to stay here and make the city once once again great. That's the best thing I can think of as far as that's concerned. But a federal government with a Biden, a state government with a Hochul, apply additional pressures to the city of New York with very bad state and federal policies, which just make life really difficult here. And the migration out of the city, migration out of the state is just incredible. It, it is. People are moving to Florida, other states, and so on. Mr. Kassar, the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party, my last question for you before I let you go. Governor Hochul says it should be looked at in terms of, in terms of deporting these uh, migrants. Uh, I, I would venture to call them animals that attack yeah. these police officers. What should happen in this situation? Well, they should it. It's almost unimaginable that we have to discuss it. <clears throat> I mean, they, they are criminals. The most basic understanding of immigration in the United States for people who are non-citizens is that they're sent back out of the country. Now, we're talking about the obvious. They frankly shouldn't have gotten into the country in the first place, but now they should be removed from the country. No doubt about it. Jerry Kassar, the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party, thank you uh, for your time. And I really look forward to chatting with you in the future. Thank you, sir. Oh, you are very welcome, Dominic. Thank you. All I can say at this point is what is this world coming to? And now some news on the Trump front. Embattled Georgia Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis admits in an affidavit to having a, quote, personal relationship with lead prosecutor Nathan Wade, but says it should not warrant tossing out the charges against Mr. Trump and his co-defendants. Willis says the relationship started in 2022 but the court papers say there was no, quote, personal relationship at the time Wade was hired. Yeah, right. Plus, hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. Relax. There was no way the Trump federal trial was going to start on time. And now the judge herself has confirmed it. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin has formally pushed back the March 4th trial date for Mr. Trump, the criminal trial in Washington related to efforts to allegedly overturn the 2020 election results. And finally, file this one under maybe New York City Mayor Eric Adams needs a vacation. At a town hall meeting, the mayor lashed out at his critics stating the criticism is based on race, then compared himself to Jesus. We are moving the needle forward. Is there more to do? You're darn right there is. But this committed team is getting it done. Look at this team, folks. Look at this team. Look at my, look at my deputy mayors. First deputy mayor, Sheena Wright. Deputy mayor... Stand up, stand up. They need to see you. Deputy Mayor Williams Ison, Deputy Mayor Mira Josie, Deputy Mayor Amazar, Deputy Mayor Maria Torres Springer. Have you ever seen this much chocolate leading the city of New York?
And then go down the line. Look, look who's here. This is representative of the city. That's why people are hating on me. You trying to figure out why they're hating on me? They're hating on me because those who, how many of you go to church? Ma'am, this is a Matthew 21 and 12 moment. Jesus walked in the temple. He saw them doing wrong in the temple. He did what? He turned the table Came over. over. I went to City Hall to turn the table over. First woman police commissioner of color. First Spanish-speaking police commissioner. First Spanish-speaking uh, uh, correction com com commissioner. Go through the line of what we're doing. In two years... That's right, because that's how we do when you're from Brownsville. And so I know that many of you may stand around and say, well, you know what, Eric, we don't like this, we don't like that. We don't. I got it, I got it, I got it. That's the same thing they did to David Dinkins. Took us 30 years after what they did to David Dinkins. And who did we get after David Dinkins? Julie Annie. It was a setup for a setback. That's what it was. And you know what happened with David Dinkins? They wore him down so much that black folks didn't come out to vote. Come on, Mr. Mayor. It's not race. Is that you made the wrong bet when you welcomed migrants to the city and look at us now. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you, folks, for joining us. You can catch me live on 77 WABC weeknights, Monday through Thursday, midnight to 1 a.m., and Sundays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more go to wabcradiostore.com you can also order my remarkable book on my life there of overcoming obstacles that you can't even begin to imagine it's titled no mama's boy you can also get the book at my website dominiccarteronline.com dominiccarteronline.com where the book will be personally signed by me also, follow me on YouTube where you will see videos from me about this podcast and the radio show, youtube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. We will see you the next time. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. I gotta make it. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. City Hall.